Thank you for listening to another episode of Life and Health Matters with Dr. Shakib, and this is your host, Momak Shakib. This episode is a solo episode that has to do with developmental kinesiology. I know it's a mouthful of terminology, but something that is absolutely essential, absolutely essential for you to know. So listen to this podcast, keep your eyes open, and allow the common sense. I know, I know, common sense is no longer that common, but allow that to play a role in hearing this episode. I would love for you to direct your questions via email to drspodcastshow at gmail.com. Once again, it's drspodcastshow at gmail.com. I would love for you to leave a rating for this episode, share this episode, and subscribe. This podcast has nothing to do with anything other than bringing to your attention the important things that don't quite make it to your day. You're so bombarded with so many different things in, during the day that you just don't think about it and you're losing a lot of value in your life by getting distracted. So with no further ado, here's this episode of Life and Health Matters with Dr. Shecky. Okay, let's talk about developmental kinesiology. What the heck does that mean? Developmental meaning developing. Kinesiology has to do with movement. Developmental kinesiology is really studying and more than studying, understanding and being able to perform movements that resemble what we all did as babies. Listen, regardless of what part of the world you're from, what your religion is, if you're a boy or a girl or a trans, whatever the situation is, regardless of that, if you're a human being, you will be born the same exact way, meaning your mother carries you in the womb, And you're born, and then no matter what, you go through different developmental stages. The reason for that must be because we're designed to follow those patterns of movement. The phone that you're maybe listening to this podcast on, came with a certain app, certain number of apps, that you cannot delete. You can add more apps to it, but you can erase everything, hand it to someone, sell it to someone else, and it has certain apps that are inherent to your phone. The way we move is just like that. We are programmed to move a certain way. Our body parts are programmed to move a certain way in isolation, and in conjunction with other parts. Of course, at birth, we have not had a chance to mess anything up. So our ground zero is the perfect ground to start building on. As adults, as human beings that have been moving, even as kids, we play sports that are one-sided. We have injuries. 
we have accidents, all of these will mess up the uniformity that we had as babies at ground zero. So all of those will impact how we move. That deviation from the perfect design leads to issues in movement. Not every issue, listen, comes with pain. Not every issue related disease even wise comes with pain. Think about it. Diabetes, there's no pain. Blood pressure, there's no pain. There are symptoms, no pain. Once they become painful, a lot of times it's already too late. So the whole subject of pain is a whole different podcast. We won't be talking about it now. But you need to understand that movement is like a concert. A concert has a conductor, has musicians that play their musical instruments, who know exactly what they need to play, and most importantly, when to chime in. So if the brain is like a conductor, if your body parts are like the musicians knowing their musical instruments, movement is a concert because your body parts, when it comes to movement, have to play their role at the right time. All these injuries and accidents and sports and lifestyle that we have actually mess it up. So if you're sitting all day, you're overusing parts of your body and underusing other parts. So let's say the back of your leg, your hamstring becomes shorter than usual. Shorter than usual means a pelvis that is not stayed neutral when standing up, it's going to be tilted a certain way. That tilt translates into walking not the right way. Not because you're walking funky and everyone else is like, oh my gosh, check her out. She is walking so weird. No one sees it unless they start paying attention to it. So then with Let's say now, you, let's say you go to the gym and you start running on a treadmill. Running on a treadmill will actually bring the problem more to the surface in this example because you're putting more load, more activity, and a structure that is not where it needed to be to begin with. So if your conclusion is to stretch the hamstring, you're isolating the problem stretching it, which no one actually likes stretching the hamstring happens to be. And then you think, why do I keep having this back problem when I run on my treadmill? Or why do I have this knee problem when I'm running on a treadmill? Because the stretching of the hamstring may be dealt with the length of your hamstring muscle fibers, but it did nothing to correct the wrong patterns of movement that were created as a result of what you presented yourself with. The brain, the conductor of this concert, had to reassign different things. Certain muscles, certain joints came into the picture to pick up the load and accommodate for the lack. So now that you've stretched your hamstring in this example, what are you doing about 
the rest of the things that had to be tweaked to deal with this lack of proper performance. That's when we fail in our treatments. We isolate the area, we do treatments to that isolated area, and we send you off home. You feel better, it comes back. Because that's a half-assed treatment is what it boils down to. In developmental kinesiology, we know that regardless of what part of the world a baby is from, all babies go through the same progression of movement from birth until they start walking. That's because that's the app we are born with. Those are the apps we are born with. We're already having the intelligence within us as far as movement is concerned. Just like we already had the intelligence, your heart knows how to beat. It can be jacked up, but it knows how to beat. Your lungs know how to breathe. Your blood knows how to flow. All of those are the apps that came with you. So when it comes to fixing a problem, isolating it is the worst thing you can do short of doing nothing. Now, if you do the correction in movement, you make the correction, you rehab the area in movement. Now we're getting there. So a lot of times people go see a chiropractor, they get adjusted, they feel better, and that's about it. That's as bad. Why? Because an adjustment is like a spark stimulating your nervous system. That's it. That's it. You're asking for movement and I'm only giving you a book of matches. You're asking for fire, I'm giving you a book of matches. You're asking to move and I'm, sh- I'm just stimulating your nervous system. That's like a teacher walking into a classroom and say, hey, listen up, I've got something important to say and then says nothing after that. that's not the solution either. I don't know why we are, we as in society, are so busy trying to prove we have the solution to it all and that solution is this one thing. And here I am proposing to you that there is no one single thing that is the solution to your problem. It's a collection of things. We can all have our own opinions, but if we look into nature, if we open our eyes and have common sense, if we pay attention, we see that at the very basis of things, the very basic level, we, with our bodies, know exactly what needs to be done if we pay attention and study that instead of creating something new or isolating a part of it and trying to elaborate on that. That has a maximum capacity. You can get very good at knowing the knee joint and its movements and its nerve interventions, its vascular, um, you know, your blood vessels to the area, the skin, everything about the knee. That's fantastic. 
But the knee by itself doesn't exist. It exists in conjunction with all the other parts. So what am I saying the solution is? Movement is a concert. Your brain is the conductor. Your body parts are the musicians. And developmental kinesiology in someone other than an infant that is pre-walking state Everyone else with issues need to go back and rewalk the paths of movement that a newborn learns, goes through, and finishes by walking. Newborns don't have dumbbells, they don't have bands, kettlebell, they don't have any of that. What they do is They go through movements that we are programmed to do automatically. There is a motivation for the infant. There is no understanding that they're doing something for a reason, but there is a motivation. So through systematic, persistent actions, they develop strength within the muscles the specific, and I said muscles because there are muscles involved. They develop neural track from the brain to the body part. That's like creating a trail. If you keep walking down the same path over and over, you create a trail and you create a track. When an infant is on, a, on his or her tummy with the head down, what motivates that infant to move? And they, you know, that infant doesn't have the ability to move the neck because the muscles are extremely weak. They actually cry. Tummy time is not a happy moment for a newborn or for a, an infant. But the, the desire to breathe, that's the motivation to lift the head up. That's the very beginning stage of developing neck extensor muscles the right way. Today, if I have you do the same thing, lay down on your stomach in a three-month pose and lift your neck up, you'll be using the wrong muscles. Developmental kinesiology is walking you through the path, pinpointing the things you're doing wrong, guiding you to show how to do it, and then that's how you develop the strength and movement. You'll be amazed how much sweating and how difficult this is when you do it correctly. It's crazy. Now, when you go to a gym to work out and your joints are not centrated, they're not in the right place because your posture is not in the right place, what you're doing is actually more damage. And uncentrated joint with a load added, the load meaning the weight, the machine, the band, will be damaged more because you're putting miles on a car that has an alignment issue instead of walking around, you know, walking um, through the small town that you maybe live in, you decide to go cross country. That's going to be more damaging. That's common sense, isn't it? So what needs to be done, in my humble opinion, is developmental kinesiology, functional movement 
exercises to rehab the muscles in your body. I'm not a big fan of going to the gym because almost no one is fit enough to go to the gym to properly strengthen their muscles and their joints. Most of us have to do work necessary before we get there. The work necessary needs to not involve loading the joints, but going through the movements properly. If regardless of your gender, sex, religion, nationality, etc., etc., all babies do that, we are programmed to do it that way. Let's not fight over who's right and who's wrong. Are physical therapists good? Is medicine good? Is chiropractic good? If this is good or that's bad, etc., etc., that's beside the point. That's nothing. Let's concentrate on the things that matter every day that you miss the opportunity to understand the truth is a day that is lost. There is no regaining that day. So smart up. Listen to what nature dictates to you. Open your eyes. Don't look in front of you. Look ahead. There are too many things happening. All these associations, all these organizations are too busy to politically get themselves involved. And I don't know, all that crap about power means nothing when your health is declined. Unfortunately, people are too busy or people whose voice, voices we hear through media, etc., etc., you know, money talks. Money's great, but there is, a, there is a difference between being poor and being rich, and there is a difference between being rich and being greedy. It's the greed that does the mess up. So go with your common sense, do research, pay attention, and do know that what nature provides has only one goal, to be taken advantage of the right way. The right way means using that as a guide. That's all I have to say in this episode. I hope you saw the common sense in what I presented to you, and I hope you do the right thing. If you don't stand up for yourself, no one else is going to care. They can say they care, but no one else should care about you as much as you should. And you owe it to yourself. You owe it to your loved ones. You owe it to the opportunity you're living on this planet. Thanks for listening and see you or talk to you at the next podcast.